Yo, is this seat taken? Uh, yeah, it is. This week, the seat is taken by Bradshaw Wish. He is a full-time yoga teacher in Chicago. Uh, he's queer and a little bit of a comedian, I would say, right? He's queer and he teaches yoga. That's all you need to know. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining me. Of course. I'm super stoked to be here. It was a little bit of a trip getting here, but we made it. We're here. Chicago weather. Chicago weather. Always in everyone's best interest. I'm really excited because I'm actually in like an actual recording studio for this episode. It's very legit. You guys are not going to hear background noises of the bus stopping or, you know, me having to stop recording because police sirens. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be easier to edit those when I don't have to edit those noises out. Um, yeah, let's talk about yoga. I've been taking your classes for like, I don't know, I think I started taking your classes at Bare Feet like three and a half, four years ago. Probably, And yeah. I remember taking your classes like this human is fucking hilarious. <laughs> and like, I've always put like a little bit of comedy in my classes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how is he always so on like 100% of the time? There are many times where I'm off, but usually by myself. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I started practicing yoga at bare feet seven years ago. Oh, really? Yeah. That's so how you got started? That's where I started practicing oh, yoga. Oh, wow. I did not know that. Yeah, so I started practicing yoga there seven or eight years. I don't know. Seven or eight years ago. I've been teaching full-time for uh, five or six years now. Yeah. So it's interesting because stylistically my classes have changed, I feel, like drastically in the past like year, yeah, like even year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting you bring up the. I, I think about this a lot and um, how to balance humor in in a class where you're striving to hopefully be more technical. Totally. And that's just like I, I for years you, teaching was becoming exhausting for me to yeah. the point where I was like I don't know if I could do it anymore. I was super burned out. Yeah. And um, it, personality gets you in the door, and I feel like I was very. Uh, blessed, if I do say so myself, <laughs> with, a, with a fun personality. Like, yeah. I, I, uh, I like humor, I like laughter, I like all of those things. But I found that if that was the only reason people were coming to my class, that that was exhausting for me. Yeah. And... Because you, you have to... Like, be on. Yeah, you have you know, to be on, and, you, like, you have to deliver what they're An experience expecting. they're expecting. Yeah. For sure. And... Um, so I was, and I, I, I was like, okay, I've done pretty well so far, but if I mm -hmm. want to take my teaching, my career to the next level, I have to have the knowledge behind what I'm teaching. Totally. Like you have to be able to speak um, to the practice of yoga beyond just like, this is fun. Yeah. It's like, what are we actually trying to do? So totally. when I think about my classes, I th there's a couple of things I think about. Humor is definitely one of them. Uh -huh. It's probably in the top three. Uh, technique and safety. Yeah. So those are like the three like, experiences, hopefully, in my class that people get out of it. I'm glad you mentioned safety because I can't tell you how many times I've felt forced to do all the chaturangas. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no. 
Yeah. If I keep doing chaturangas, mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck my yeah. shoulders You're up. like my upper, yeah, <laughs> my shoulders are going to fall apart. <laughs> I think that that is, we're seeing, ah, oh God, how do I say this? In the fitness community, there seems to be an obsession with moving really quickly mm-hmm. and sweating a lot. Mm-hmm. And that you have to feel as if you're dying to get a good workout. And you have to be covered in sweat. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying, I just want to be very transparent here. I'm not saying that heated yoga is bad. Yeah. I love heated yoga. I Especially love, in Chicago, man. It's fucking cold. Like, I love heated yoga. Especially, yeah. like, when it's, like, below 25. You want in, some warmth. I, I'm like, get me to a hot yoga class. Yeah. I will feel really good. 100%. Yeah. I think that we need to be honest about why, like, what's going on in a heated room. I was listening to a podcast by the guy that I trained with. His name is Jason Crandall. He's out in San Francisco. You mentioned this, like, the second to last class I went with yours. Yeah, yeah. Before class started. He's a big inspiration of mine and, uh, um, like, where I work a lot of my content from Mm -hmm. structurally and um, queuing and all those, all those, all that good stuff. You did a training with him in San Fran. Yeah, I'm right? going back in a couple weeks. Oh, nice. Yeah, good so for it's, you. A, it's a, it's another two weeks. So I'm going back and then I go back in July. But yeah, so I've been training with him and he was listening to his wife. He and his wife do a, a podcast called Yoga Land, and he was just kind of stating the facts about heated yoga. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like an interesting topic, which is like you're not going to detoxify your body more by sweating by sweating. You will not, um, you're not going to burn more calories or get a better workout just because you're in the heat. Um, your, like, your circulation is yeah. better. You're, it definitely helps your circulation. Yeah. But we have, I think our relationship with the heat and knowledge about what is actually going in the body is mm-hmm. lacking. Totally. For me, um, being in the hospitality industry and being on my feet constantly mm. Like, I like the heat Mm -hmm. for the fact that it allows me to open up a Mm -hmm. little bit more. But at the same time, you have to, like, think about that, like, heat can inflame your body and your muscles. Well, you could also think that you can be, like, you're like, I'm ready to get into this because I'm feeling warm. Yeah. But you're not actually ready to get into it. Yeah, exactly. You feel feel more bendy than... than you are. Totally. But it's not to say I don't like the heat. I yeah. just think that like we need to maybe change our perspective about our experiences when working out. Totally. And I think it's I think overall it's important to know your body. Like I've been teaching yoga. I was mm-hmm. a circus artist. Like mm-hmm. I've been in movement for almost all my life until recently mm-hmm. and I do know my body and mm-hmm. you know you can't Say that's the same case for, like, the average Joe walking off the street no. from a 9 to 5. You no. know what I mean? Like We, we live, like, in our minds and on our phones, mm-hmm. which uh, is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But we have a, a lack of body awareness, in, yeah. in the, in, you know, just in the, the modern world that we're living in. And so for, to, for people to learn challenging skills... It takes time. Yeah. And people want to access really, let's just use, I'm just using yoga for an example. Sure, but this yeah. can kind of translate I mean, into yeah. all aspects of life. <laughs> We're talking about yoga. You so. want, like <laughs> someone wants to learn how to do a handstand, mm-hmm. but they want to learn how to do a handstand with no technique and within 60 yeah. minutes. Right. And it's just not going to happen. Well, it's just a part of like the, 
American culture that we like want things like super hundred percent. We want to consume. We want to like yeah. consume the information and just regurgitate it as fast it's as like, we can. It's like yeah, I totally want to wake up with abs tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That would be sick. Like if I could have my circus abs tomorrow without mm-hmm. doing the work, of course. But mm-hmm. it's like no, you got to do the work. Yeah, I mean it's a practice for a reason, for which sure. is like consistency, for sure, um, and all those things. Yeah, so. awesome. Thanks for your little spiel Fine. there. <laughs> um, let's get in the first segment. Sweet. Let's do it. Let's do it. Death meal. Death meal? Yeah. So if you knew you were going to die. Oh, God. What would you eat? All these ve- vegetarians don't kill me. I think, like, <laughs> I mean, really, like, if I'm being very honest, a cheeseburger and fries. Okay. 100%. Do you have a specific place you like to go for your cheeseburger? Dry Hop Lakeview. Dry Hop Lakeview. Okay. Amazing burger. Okay. Yes. Um, I don't know of that place. Cause it's great. They I, have really good burgers. I need to get better about going to the north side. You know what? Northside's good. I know. I love People keep telling me. They're like, yeah. come. People, like, in Chicago get so stuck in their neighborhoods. Yeah. Like, people, when I teach in the West Loop, they're like, oh, my God, you live in Lakeview. I'm like, girl, it's six miles away. Yeah. It's not that far. Yeah. You can get there on the 8 bus. It will take you 40 minutes. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Like, Cheeseburger and fries. Cheeseburger and fries. Mm-hmm. Do you have a specific sauce you like with your fries? Like, oh, yeah, hot sauce. I do dip hot everything sauce? in hot sauce. Yeah. Okay. What kind of hot sauce? Cholula or or Frank's. Mmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. For sure. I love, I love that. hot sauce. I love that. Yeah. I'm a big cheeseburger fan myself. Yeah. I was actually, I got out of high school and was a vegetarian for a little while, and mm-hmm. I gave up because I couldn't stop craving uh, chicken wings, and then I just didn't eat red meat or pork for the longest time. Like I just didn't touch it for. I don't know, like seven, eight years. And it wasn't until like a few years ago where I like started dipping my toes Mm -hmm. into it. And the first thing that made me really start eating red meat again was a cheeseburger from Rootstock. I know. And I was like, how have I been missing out on cheeseburgers for this long? I know, (laughs) I mean, they're they're like, eating meat is so bad for our environment, but I do like a cheeseburger. Every once in a while. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always feel, I love eating the cheeseburger, but like the heaviness of red meat sits with me. Yeah. I feel that. So I've been trying to not eat as much red meat. I feel that. Whenever I, I'm a big foodie. I don't know. I just love food. So whenever I go out (laughs) to eat, like, if I go to a new restaurant, I'll, like, order everything so I can try a little bit of everything. And usually there's meat involved, and mm-hmm. the next day I'll be like, I need to go to that gym. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. All right. Let's talk about uh, queer culture in the yoga industry. Queerness, man. Queerness. I feel like I've had, like, a radical queer, um, like, explosion in the past two years. I feel that way about you, too. For sure. You know, like, I um, always felt somewhat, like, out of place in Boys Town. Like, that there was something that was a little off-putting about being there. You know, like, I just, I didn't, it's not like people were mean to me. Something was just not right. Like, it didn't uh, feel right. Is it because, energetically. is it like, you know, the the white for queer sure. male racists. Yeah, like the patriarchy within the queer community. They, yeah. like within the <laughs> cis, white, gay, you know, like yeah, male community. Exactly. Which is like, and it's it's interesting to think about and thinking, thinking about it um, from like a different scope, which is 
these men who were probably harassed and treated like shit when they were younger just mm-hmm. end up doing that to each other. Yeah. You know? And I feel like we see a lot of that uh, in cis white male culture, sure. which yeah. is unfortunate. Exactly. Yeah. Totally. And also, like, the, like, vagina phobia. Like, there's a lot of just, like, weird, yeah. like, the patriarchy runs thick within the white yeah. gay community. So, and, like, it took me a while to be like, that's actually not what I want. And then when I started meeting friends on the west side of the city that were more queer, yeah. I was like, oh. This is what Like, it's it all, all just about. kind of, like, aligns. Yeah. And I was just like, totally. this is way more my vibe. It's funny that you mentioned that because I was actually thinking, I remembered this the other day, and I was in an Uber pool going home from work when I was working in the West Loop like a few years ago. And the I was in the front. There were two people in the back, and they were traveling from, I don't even remember where they were traveling from. And they were just, like, asking, like, where to go and what to do. And they were, they were like, drunk but also mm-hmm. very nice. And... <laughs> One of the guys was like, yeah, like, I heard, like, Boys Town is, like, a fun place to go. I was like, oh, yeah, you'll have a lot of fun there. And he was like, hey, um, why is there a Boys Town and not a Girls Town? Mm. And I was like, because the patriarchy still runs everything. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm just thinking about, um, yeah, so, like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> mm, radical queerness. Yeah, so when I teach, talking about, like, the humor... For me, so much of the practice of, of yoga is showing just showing up as yourself, whatever that looks yeah. like. And, like, when you do that, people feel welcomed, mm-hmm. I think. Totally. So Instead I, of, like, coming in like a robot. Yeah, like, there's like so this many. is what I'm, I am, like, the, this type of yoga teacher. And I'm just yeah. like, I'll tell you what I am. I'm a fucking faggot. I'm yeah. a glitter shitter. I, like, love <laughs> to have a good time. Yeah. Like, I, and I say, you know, I say that word faggot with them. Um, with love and compassion. It's mm-hmm. like kind of like taking the word back. Yeah. But um, that part of me, being that, being like that in class is quite liberating mm-hmm. and hopefully liberating for other people. Yeah, totally. You know. To it just, makes, you know, it makes people feel a lot more welcome. Like I've taken so many yoga classes from so many different kinds of people and mm-hmm. the only types of yoga classes that I go to consistently are the ones that aren't taught by, like, the cookie cutter, mm. you know, like, what yoga has become. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, white, sure. blonde, mm-hmm. woman, yoga instructor mm-hmm. just, like, telling you to do all the chaturangas and mm-hmm. not really backing it up with, like, any sort of personality. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Well, the market's saturated. It's so saturated. Yeah, the market's really saturated. So to find quality people of what they're doing is hard. Yeah. There's some fantastic yoga teachers in Chicago. You They're just hard. have to you have to gotta, sift through and you find gotta, them. Yeah. You know, and everyone has their two hundred hour. I mean yeah. like everyone's two hundred <laughs> hours certified. Which is great. Like I love that people are and like some people don't even teach, they just go for, for more education. But uh-huh. like just because someone has a two hundred hour yoga certification, it takes time to learn how to teach a strong class. Yeah. I I, I feel like I taught a lot of shitty yoga classes for four and a half years. Yeah. I I can feel the same way about that. That's kind of why I, like, took a step back from teaching because mm-hmm. I was, like, if you mentioned burnout earlier, mm-hmm. like, between doing, like, uh, three hospitality mm-hmm. industry jobs and then teaching seven classes a week. It's I was, much. like, I, I'm done. I mm-hmm. was, like, I can't. I need to take away some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into the next segment. See. Guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. 
It doesn't have to contain alcohol. That's fine. Because I know you go back and forth yeah, a little I, bit, right? Yeah, I don't... Just like maybe like a drink. Lemonade. Lemonade? I like like a fresh squeezed lemonade. Ooh. A good motherfucking yeah. lemonade, for sure. I will say sometimes when I'm rudely hungover, I crave lemonade. I don't crave soda, though. I don't drink soda. I don't... Yeah, I don't really crave soda either. Like, every once in a blue moon, I'm like... I could go for a root beer right now. Like, I get that. Like an artisanal root beer. Mm, like a legit root beer. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I I see some of my friends drinking soda on the daily. I'm like, that's a weird thing that people do sometimes. It's and now like after not drinking it for a long time, it tastes yeah. so strange. It's so like, yeah, uh, like, yeah. yeah. It leaves a weird taste in your mouth. Yeah. Lemonade. Lemonade. Okay. Cool. Is it like a sweeter lemonade or like, like a, a... Just like a fresh, like a homemade lemonade, mm. like a legit lemonade. Okay. Not like, you know, Minute Maid lemonade. I'm talking okay. the real stuff. Like Beyonce's grandmother's lemonade. Like Beyonce's lemonade. grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. I would love to drink Beyonce's grandmother's lemonade. <laughs> I know. Beyonce, holler at us. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Let's talk about being underpaid. Mm-hmm. In the yoga industry. Yeah, I mean... That's um, definitely a thing I've, like, ranted about because you yeah. have those corporate yoga studios that are only paying their and instructors. And they're just raking, raking, raking in all of this well, money. Yeah, they're only paying them, like, $15 an it's hour. Crazy. I'm like, okay, the federal minimum wage is about to be, well, mm-hmm. fingers crossed, $15 an hour. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do that? Because mm-hmm. that's ridiculous. Like, Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's hard. Because if you just start teaching yoga, you teach any fucking class you can get. You totally. teach at six a.m. for ten. You know, like yeah. you because you have to you have to pay your dues. Yeah, people, which I'm so I I'm, I feel very lucky to be where I am in my career right now. Mm-hmm. Where like some people will contact me with opportunities, like we're you know opening this or do you want to teach this? And I'm mm-hmm. like, the first question I always ask, and it's it's not to be harsh or like mm-hmm. be like oh, but how much are you going to pay me? Yeah. Because I have integrity in in what I do. Yeah. And yes, this is not all about money, but this is how I pay my bills. Uh-huh. This is um, how I buy my dresses. You know, like this is, <laughs> th- this is money. This is like this. I, yeah. I work and spend a lot of time on my craft. Totally. And if you think you're going to pay me $40 and I've been teaching for six years yeah. and like, I'm just not doing it. Yeah, I feel that. I, I wish there was some kind of union or, like, some way we could, like, all get together yeah. and be like, okay, okay, this is what we should. This is the standard. Yeah. Totally. Um, there's been talks about, like, that within, like, even just, like, the restaurant bar mm-hmm. industry. And it's, like. It's that, hard, though, because then people, I like the independence, you know, so it's, like. Yeah, to, like, exactly. To it's, like. Figure, it's, like. A, yeah, it's, it's interesting. It's, like. It's just like, can we at least get a livable wage? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's the same with yoga. It's mm-hmm. like, but then you, you know, you have like the part-time yoga teachers yeah. who like have nine to fives who have like, I don't know, maybe they're making six figures mm-hmm. and are just doing yoga because they want to it's teach. side hustle, yeah. Yeah, they want to teach yoga like two nights a mm-hmm. week. And it's like, it's, are, it's are you going to pay them just as much as you're paying like mm-hmm. a full-time yoga teacher who's been doing it for you know, seven years like yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it it, uh, it does come down to, you know, negotiation and... And standing up and for say, yourself. And saying no, yeah, You know, and sure. saying no and also, like, negotiating, like, learning how to negotiate. And I found, you know, there's a lot of... Um, 
In other cities, there's a, there's a lot of male teachers, but, like, there's not as many male teachers in Chicago. There really aren't. Like, when you go to California, like, there's so many. Yeah. But, like, in Chicago, it's a lot of women. It is. Yeah. And, which is, it just is what it is. But when I, what's unfortunate is I talk to all these women that are fantastic teachers, mm-hmm. that are teaching quality classes, pulling tons of people in the room, and they want us for a raise. <laughs> Do you know? Because they're just, well, like. Well, it's, it, it's a part of. It's Being yeah. A woman. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent. That's what I'm saying, and like yeah. that's that's so unfortunate. Yeah. You know, cause I um, I'm very transparent, and like the way that I approach like mm-hmm. difficult conversations is yeah. like I like well, can we negotiate? I want more money. Uh huh. Totally. <laughs> you know, and if you You're know, like, I want this. So. Yeah, and it sounds it's I I don't want anyone listening to think that I'm sounding greedy but I it's not that it's just integrity mm-hmm. you know and you have to the quality of what you should what you do should match what you get paid and that goes for everyone in totally. this community totally and you I mean you've been doing it for a while so you have practice with negotiating and stuff yeah like and that took me a long time to learn how to do that totally I mean my boyfriend works for himself yeah and so uh, he's taught me a lot about how to negotiate or like how to answer emails and like there's there that's like so all, all that business side like there's teaching the classes and then, and then there's, there's the, the business, business of side. yoga yeah and sometimes people are really good at teaching classes but lacking the business yeah, side of things totally and it's like i was lacking and yeah. because i just ended up being in a relationship where someone worked for himself i could bounce ideas off and yeah. like he would tell me like you know negotiate this or don't you know don't say yes to this or ask yeah. for this that um well you and you and him have a really great partnership it seems like yeah he's your photographer <laughs> yeah you know you know people are like he you know you're lucky you're dating a photographer and i'm like look at my instagram there most of the pictures he does not take yeah you know like it's but he, he does your like promo pictures. he does a lot of my promo stuff yeah. which is like extremely helpful yeah but um yeah he's a he's very like business savvy yeah. like working for yourself yeah he goes out of town, like, pretty frequently, yeah? Well, he's been in Florida. Um, for his dad. Redoing his par- yeah, for his dad, and, like, yeah. he's redoing his parents' house gotcha. that he grew up in. Gotcha. So. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. Circling back to negotiating mm-hmm. and, like, yoga business, wasn't there a class that you did with Amber Cook about, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did a class with Amber talking about compensation and burnout. Yeah. I was so bummed I missed that. Yeah. I, like, wanted to go so bad. She's great. She is great. I'm sad that she moved. I know. I'm, like, sad, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm super happy for Amber, and she yeah. deserves everything that's coming her way. Yeah. But, um... She'll do great in She'll Portland. be great. Yeah. She's such a solid teacher. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I found that this industry can be cutthroat, feels cutthroat. Yeah. And if you just kind of rip all, like, if you take away the uh, the competitive nature, just, like, everyone trying to get ahead, is, like, we're all just trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Like, we're all just trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Trying to make it in this, yeah. like, weird career that's, like, fucking weird, and there's Instagram, and it's just, like, it's a strange place that everyone's trying to navigate. And while everyone is so connected... Connected. I, I'm doing air quotes around connected <laughs> because of like Instagram. Yeah. It also leaves us feeling so lonely. Exactly. And like and like feeling like you're the only one that's like living this life. Yeah. And you're like, I don't like. Is anyone else wondering why they're not getting paid more money? Yeah. <laughs> like or like how you know like is anyone else wondering like is anyone else feeling so depressed because they're so burnt out? Yeah. That they're thinking about not teaching yoga anymore. Right. Like is any like these hard questions that are like we don't talk about because we have to be on. Yeah. You know like we're supposed yeah. to be there, and like show up 
Totally. Burnout, yeah, burnout keeps coming up in almost every single episode that I've been doing. Mm-hmm. Like I, the last episode was with two flight attendants, mm-hmm. and if you could imagine flight mm-hmm. attendants being burned out, like that's a thing. And mm-hmm. I mean, but same. Like, how many classes a week do you teach? Twenty? Too much. Yeah, something like that. And I'm not saying. Please do not do that. It's too many. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out my like, I need a raise in a couple of these places yeah, so right. I can get rid of yes, some of exactly. <laughs> no. Um, I do have to say all the places that I'm teaching it right now, I feel, get, just getting back a little bit to um, compensation, I do mm-hmm. feel really comfortable with where I'm at. Yeah. Like I'm, like I'm taking care of. So just that's shout good. out to you know, all the places that I work who are so yeah, lovely. That's great. But... Um, yeah, we're in a culture, so it's not just yoga, it's everyone. It's, it's just, like, everyone. the more work, more work, more work, the uh-huh. better you're doing. Like, And it's, like, we just end up fucking miserable and tired. Yeah, yeah. There was, I mean, I fell into that hole a few years ago where I was working, like, four or five jobs, mm-hmm. like, all the time. Like, it was, what year was it? 2017, I probably mm-hmm. had, like, 15 days off between... Uh, like March and July mm-hmm. and I was like I what is wrong with me mm-hmm. it's not worth it <laughs> no it's not it, we're taking a month off in February that's Mid- great from February 8th, 7th to the March 7th that's yeah. great are you yeah. doing the retreat again no this year we're going to visit Kiefer's family in Florida my family in Portland and then I'm going to do more training with Jason in San oh, Francisco that's great. for two weeks that's great but I'll tell you I need it yeah, good for you. Know, you know, like, we, and we you all need, need a break. It. You need a break. We yeah. all need, like, a moment to reset. I think it's important for people to realize that, like, working super hard all the time mm-hmm. does not deliver excellent work. That's great. That's a, so true. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Thanks. Well, yeah, because it's, it's like the qual- you spread yourself so thin, the mm-hmm. quality of what you do just lessens. Mm-hmm. You know. It's better to just like slow down and focus and do work. do what you're doing really well. Exactly. They say like, um, the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. Have you ever heard that? No, I've never heard that. You know, so it's like, if you do a lot of things kind of like half-assed, then like, what you get is half-assed half-assed. Work, sure. Yeah. You know, instead I of I believe it. And I think that that yoga teachers need to get back to that. It's like, it doesn't have to be the, like, just do what you're doing and do it really well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be different every time. Everyone's trying to like, you know, reinvent the wheel. It's like, there's nothing to reinvent. Yeah. It's like, it's okay if you teach the same class. Yeah. 10 times a week. I teach the same class 20 times a week and then times that by four. You teach the same class every month, right? Every month. Yeah. So I teach the same class like 80 times. Yeah. 80 times I teach the same class. Every week it maybe so it maybe will change like 10 to 20%. And this I learned this um, I just want to give credit when get it credits due. Mm-hmm. I learned that from Jason, which is like teach in four week increments. When people come back, they're going to learn how to do challenging postures well. Mm-hmm. You know, or start to, you know, get there, learn yeah. the mechanics of how to get there. Yeah. And I was afraid when I first started doing that that my retention would go down. Because retention pe- with yourself or with the students? With the class. With okay. the, my class numbers would go down. Oh, okay. And the opposites happen, which is like people are coming back to work the same skill because they can see progress. Yeah. They're like, oh, great. I'm like able to do this. And I'm like, yeah. that, you, that people think they can learn a really challenging skill in 60 minutes is wild. No, you can't do it. Can't do it. You can't do it. People want to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I do enjoy peak pose vinyasa is what... 
a lot of people call it, and I have been enjoying your classes a lot, like, over the last year. They have changed so much. And it's great. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I a, love it. Yeah, it's like a complete. It's a completely different world. I love but it. it's like we have to go through those growing first. Pains. Yeah, we just have to go through those couple of years of teaching and like looking back and thinking, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> you know, like that was a mess. Like, thank God I got through. Totally. But um, yeah. Totally. You need to like constantly be growing. Awesome. Um, let's get into the last segment. Sweet. High thoughts. random little silly high thoughts you've had lately you don't have to be high I know I'm like I'm I'm like are we gonna get high <laughs> <laughs> you're like please oh god I can't smoke weed anymore my boyfriend smokes so much weed and whenever I smoke weed I'm like oh god it's happening I get like so I like get so paranoid I can't I can't do drugs really like that. yeah I just can't I did a lot I mean Is I, it, I definitely uh, had some good times have but. you have you tried switching the strains yeah, it's like, just like, it I'm just sativa? like not a weed person. Is it sativa and indica and everything in between? Is all I, yeah, I just like don't like being high. That's fine. Um, yeah. Okay. But high thoughts. But high thoughts. What, what have I been thinking about recently? Oh, I'm thinking about doing a retreat that's like a yoga retreat, but also a water aerobics retreat. Okay. Sure. That sounds like a high thought. <laughs> I think a lot of, like, my entrepreneurial ideas come from being high. Mm-hmm. Um, something I think about often is, the like, in a, in a yoga class, like, the general experience that I want people to have and what they, um, like, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be too serious or only technical or only mm-hmm. this. It's like... I think that we can try things that are really hard. Like I, I think I can teach technique, be really queer, be fun, and have a spiritual experience all in one. Yeah. So that's something I think about a lot before I teach. How do I so I guess it's a high thought. Yeah. I don't fucking know. I don't fucking know. You're like, <laughs> I don't fucking smoke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I wanted to talk about non-monogamy because you and your partner are non-monogamous. Yes, so if you're into it, let me know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm an equal opportunity employer on all fronts. Yeah, we've been, I was. Did you start off non-monogamous or did you move into it? Well, I was married. You were married. The drama. Yeah, I was married for like a year, year and a half. I did not know that. Yeah, I was with someone for five years. We were not monogamous. We were monogamous. Okay, you were monogamous. Yeah, I was, and I was super jealous. Like I was a super jealous lover. Like yeah. oh, so like it, looking at the internet history, like bad. Oh, like obsessive. Bad. Okay, I've gone to therapy. Thank you so much. <laughs> but um, he ended up cheating on me, which was uh, which was a blessing in disguise. I know it sounds weird to say, but no, no, he would only. We would, I would have just, we would have strung, strung each other along, you know? Sure. And so it was yeah. like an easy way. It's like cheating on someone is a, if you want it to end, it's usually a good way to make it end. Yeah. So. Um, but at the same time, I feel like. It's still painful. Yeah. My point I was going to make is that people in the monogamous community think that like cheating is like the end all. For sure. They're like, 
Oh I, my yeah, God! Yeah. I could never forgive you yeah. ever yeah. again like because people want to talk more than one person. Cheated on me, and it's like, why don't you just like chill out yeah. for a second? Like, yeah, they lied to you, but mm. you. I mean, with therapy, you can do anything. For sure. Almost anything. Almost but anything. <laughs> yeah, so then when I, when I broke up, when our relationship fizzled out, I was, it's me, like, Kiefer and I were hanging out, and I was, like, I felt like I was emotionally cheating because I was, like, in mm. love with Kiefer before. Sure. You know, before we started dating. Yeah. And then... Um, when we started dating, I was like, I just been in a five year relationship, yeah. so I was like, we're not together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I'm gonna do my own thing. You're we like, can spend a lot of time together, but like, I'm fucking other people. Like, I yeah. need to like, I need it to get it out of my system. Yeah, you needed that whole phase. Uh, yeah, for sure. You always... which I'm still in. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially after you get out of like a long term monogamous yeah. relationship. You know, I call it being sexually unbound because there's <laughs> yeah. no shame associated yeah. with that. Yeah. So I um, mean, I just call myself a hoe all the yeah. time, and I, mean, I say that with love. I love that. And I, you know. I love a good hoe face, too. A sexually unbound hoe face. Sexually unbound. (laughs) Uh, So then Kiefer and I started dating, and we were obviously sleeping with other people, considering I just went through this long breakup, and then we just never stopped. Yeah. So it's really, I mean, that's really the simplest form. Like, we, I definitely was like. an easy transition. Super easy. And, like, there's no jealousy. Like I And I really, I truly, truly mean that. Like, there is not one ounce of, like. Yeah. Jealousy. I love that. So, yeah, we've been open for forever. Forever. Yeah, it's great. How long have you been together? For, <laughs> I hope he doesn't listen to this. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> I can um, edit it four out. Four years, four years, something, <laughs> long enough. You can put it up, I don't care. <laughs> uh, like, I think we've been here for four years. So love yeah, that. Yeah, so... I, I don't think, I think that, you know, I don't want to talk shit and be like, no one can be monogamous. I think that monogamy works for some people. Yeah. Everyone, like, to each their own, do your yeah. thing, by all means. But I think that the thought of one person wanting to sleep with one person for the rest of their life is a little crazy. Dramatic. It's dramatic. It's a little nuts. It's I mean, dramatic. like, it's I, like, yeah. It's like, what? Like, there's too many dicks. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, there's and too vaginas. many and vaginas. There's and so many everything vaginas in between. And, dicks and everything in between. <laughs> that if you think I'm just gonna see one dick for the rest of my life, you're fucking crazy. Yeah. So yeah. 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 But I, 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 it's funny too because then when you tell people you're in an open relationship, they like assume that you're always looking. Like you're always like out for like looking yeah. for like you know the it's next. It's like I'm not praying on people. Yeah, you're like I'm actually just like if it happens, it happens. Yeah. I'm also so busy and so tired. Yeah, that's another thing. I mean, like Kiefer and I talk about this a lot, which is I'm working so much. Yeah, that if I don't feel if he doesn't feel sexually satisfied, <laughs> I really hope he listens. To this. <laughs> His like mom calls me and is like, "Can you not talk about my son, my son's <laughs> sexual satisfaction?" No, um, if he does, if if I'm not like meeting all of his needs because uh-huh. I'm tired and like I come from from work and like don't want to fuck, yeah, you know what I mean. Like I want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. That um, he should have the opportunity to like go to yeah. get that, yeah, get it, totally, get it, love you, and vice versa. Yeah, you're yeah. like I'm gonna be watching Netflix. Yeah, you're like, I'm cool. But I think to make an open relationship work well, obviously communication, everyone says it, but it's true. It's number one. That's like number one. And Mm. you actually have to, in my opinion, because I've been monogamous Mm -hmm. and non-monogamous, you have to communicate more when you're A hundred percent, hundred percent. And it actually teaches you to communicate better. Yeah. If you want to go back to monogamy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think to... 
um, you have to think about the other person's sexual health, which yeah. is like these the this is this is, you know this is what I did you know blah 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 like mm-hmm. you need to get tested regularly like all that stuff is so yeah. important, but um, and also like your the relationship you're in has to come first. Yeah. You know, like that, like if you're like, I, you're not satisfying my, like any of my sexual needs and you're just going off and getting, mm-hmm. you know, all this other D. What about my D? Yeah. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> I love it. Um, do you guys have like other partners? Oh my gosh. Or just, or just you. No, I mean like I can, I can barely take care of myself, which means I can barely take care of a relationship. Yeah. (laughs) So like the thought of like polyamory. Yeah. Um, I mean, good for you. If you can manage more than one relationship, that's fucking awesome. Cause I, I don't, I just couldn't do it right now. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm I'm not against it. Like I'm not like, I'm just like, that's just not a relationship. I'm the same way. I'm like, I could. I historically I've been able to maintain two, mm-hmm. but um, it's hard. Yeah, it's fucking hard. You have to have like three calendars. You know what I mean? Yeah, to do that kind of stuff. Like no, especially I'm tired. with busy schedule. Yeah, and I just have a hard time dating anyone outside of like the hospitality industry because it's the only people you see. And you we the call them hours. we call them day walkers, but mm-hmm. like nine to fivers, like they don't understand that like. I sleep in until, like, 11 mm-hmm. because I am up until, like, 3. Yeah, of course. And they, it's a they're different like, world. They're like, what? And I'm like, I'm free on Mondays. And they're like, but Mondays is, like, the worst day for me. I'm like, mm. Mondays is the best day yeah, for Mondays, me. Yeah, Mondays, like, is the shit. <laughs> I have Sundays off, which is super nice. Sundays are, Sunday and Mondays are my favorite days off. Mm-hmm. I usually have Sunday, Monday, and then, of course, I picked up classes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. That's awesome. Um... Do you want to say anything else about non-monogamy? It's bullshit. No, <laughs> it's bullshit? Oh, non-monogamy, yeah. monogamy. Um, yeah, I, it's something I get asked about often that I just, like, for me, is no big deal. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not it's just, a big like, deal It's not me. like, it's, like, not at the forefront. Like, me being in a over relationship is not something I think about that much. Yeah. You know, like, I think other people look at, like, look at, like, they're like, you guys are open. And I'm like, uh-huh. So, like, <laughs> NBD. Yeah, I'm like, uh-huh. uh-huh. So. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like, kind of super stigmatized still. For sure. People need to get out of it. All right, you want to answer some DMs? Always. Slide okay. in. All right, slide in. <laughs> <laughs> um, this question is, how do you navigate being white in yoga? <laughs> what a loaded question. <laughs> Um, I think I can answer it though. I think just knowing your privilege, yeah, you know, and like speaking to the fact that that you are privileged mm-hmm. and that like being, and recognizing, it. yeah, just yeah. like saying like I am a white man. I've been given so many more opportunities that people of color or trans people yeah. or other queer people, yeah, um, would never get, yeah. And I got it because I'm white, yeah, and I'm a man, yeah, and. With the instead of just like walking blindly, yeah, of course. Little, instead yeah. of just like not, not calling a spade a spade, yeah. just like this is what's going on. It's not right, but it, this is the facts. Yeah, uh, and also not trying to always be the voice in the conversation. Listening, yeah, like listening to uh, people of color, other queer people, uh, women. Um, 
that like you don't always your voice doesn't have to be loud. Yeah. Sometimes you just need to sit back and listen and be you educated. Just shut up. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> just like shut up and be like, yeah. I don't you know, I don't know what this experience is. So can you teach me. tell me what it's like? Yeah. Totally. You know, so I f- yeah, that's I feel like the the best way to navigate it awesome. is to not just like think that you have the answers. Exactly. You know, yeah. it's like I have a, my friend. I have a friend who's black, a black gay guy, and he is friends with all these like cis white gay guys. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, all of our experiences are the same. And it's like he's black and from fucking Georgia. Yeah, you are like, n- like no. you're from fucking Wisconsin and you're white. Yeah, the not experiences at all. are not comparable. Not at all. You are the first cis white. Man, I've had on my show. <laughs> That's a good or a bad thing. I feel, yes. how does that make you feel? <laughs> good. Yeah, people ask me how I identify a lot. And for me, gen- gender is just not important. Like, yeah. I don't care. Like, I, for me, yeah. I, I make this very, very clear. Yeah. Gender is very important. To for other me, people. Yes, for me, it's yeah. like, I I guess if like I had to label myself, I'd, I would say... I lean more towards non-binary, but sure. it just like doesn't matter to me because gender is a social construct and it's all bullshit. And it's all bullshit. So yeah. thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all I, made up. I, it's all made up. I, I have everyone fill out a Google Forms mm-hmm. before they come on my show. Yeah. And I have them do pronouns. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, important. It's important. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, it's also so easy. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Like on a, it would, that, and I, I noticed that that was great. It's so easy. Like, people are like, oh, what if I, like, you know, oh, they have to start listening to whatever it wants to be called. It's like, fuck, yeah, you do. Yeah. And why is it so fucking hard? Yeah. Like, if it's someone wants to be called a certain pronoun, just, like, yeah, people, call them that pronoun. People are so, like, ingrained by society and, like, want to walk in a straight line. Mm-hmm. It's, like, like, in the same vein as monogamy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They don't. It's all, he- it's just, it's all heteronormative. Yeah. Bull- Bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, next question. Um, have you ever dealt with any homophobia in the yoga community? No. I think my queerness, my gayness has helped me a lot, actually. Okay. Uh, but do you, I think that there have been people who I've, like, gotten the feeling or kind of heard they didn't love my class, and I think that, that like, that may have had something to do with it, mm. um, which I just don't care. Yeah, but I think that it's uh, if it's it, if anything, it's it's separated me away from the the herd a little bit. Sure. You know. Well, that's great. That's yeah. actually really great to hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people people vibe off of people being themselves. Yeah. You can smell bullshit bullshit from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You know. And I've taken yoga teachers class, and I'm just like. It's like the it, I call the yoga teacher voice, where it's like they have a different voice when mm-hmm. they enter the room yeah. than when they talked outside the room. I'm like, girl, just fucking be yourself. Yeah, that's that's way cooler than you trying to put on a sh- like a day like a show of like a what mask. you think a yoga yeah. teacher should be like, and yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I've I've got like yoga teachers. There's yoga teachers that smoke cigarettes that like yeah. have done draw. It's like they're we're, they hold they held them they hold themselves to such a high standard. Yeah, of it's like, like not these are people every. Yoga teacher, like, meditates with incense and yeah. eats kale for breakfast, lunch, 100%. and dinner every yeah. day. Like, that's actually... And if they do, if that's really who they are, that's great. Yeah, that's great, but, but that's not for a lot of people. But people start to spiritually bypass. Yeah. Like, that's like that's a huge issue that I see. Well, it's... it's um, 
like negative positivity. Yeah, it's the same thing. Like it's it's, it's like people want to be like, oh, everything's namaste and fine. It's like, it's no, like, you're no. dealing with a lot of trauma. Yeah. And what you need is therapy. Yeah. Because a 60-minute vinyasa class is not going to solve the issue. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, I wish it would. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it's not helpful. Uh-huh. It's for like it is a uh, it is a road and a uh, of to healing, but totally. to do the hard work. The hard, deep work yeah. of who you are. That's therapy. Is therapy. Totally, totally. And I don't think that you can discover, I, you know, I maybe, like, I'm not going to speak for everyone, but I don't think a lot of people can get that deep without talking to someone. Exactly. Totally. And then you see yoga teachers, you know, like, which is so kind and I, um, it's so humbling. People come up to you and they tell you things. Mm-hmm. Like personal things, like we know when people are pregnant, or like if someone's getting divorced, or mm-hmm. you know if they've had some like people talk 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 to us about their trauma, yeah. And like we do not have the skill set, yeah, to help these people to navigate that. Yeah. And it is unfair and wrong, yeah, for yoga teachers to be like, I this is what I think you should do, yeah. And it's like, why are we no. giving her yeah. advice? She yeah. has a like. I'm just using this as an example. This has never happened to me. But let's say this: a girl comes up to you with an eating disorder. Yeah. You know, and she has a, a lot of issues with uh, yeah. weight, eating, and she starts talking to you about them. And it's like, you know what? I think you should talk to someone. Here are some really good resources that I have, and yeah. you should call these people if you need help. Getting in contact with them, let me know and I'll get you in contact with them. Uh-huh. Like, we should be that li- liaison. You know, uh-huh. like, we should be maybe helping those connections happen and get these people to where they need to go. Yeah. But we should not be standing and preaching. Yeah. Like, it's all going to get get better. Take a deep breath. It's like, like oh, no. God. Yeah, that's not going to work. No. I remember when I was, uh, like, starting to be like, super loud on my social media about, like, equality and social justice, Mm -hmm. I was getting, like, DMs from people being, like, I thought yoga teachers were supposed to be, like, so, like, chill and namaste. I'm, like, "Uh, so I'm supposed to not... Fight for things you believe in? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not supposed to be angry. Like, if you're not angry, Mm -hmm. you're not... People people have a warped perception of what being a yoga teacher is. Yeah, it's, like, You know, because of, like, things like social media and the way, like, it's strange. It's so strange. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Final question I asked all my guests this, yeah. but what change do you wish to see in the world or and or within your industry? Mm, great question. I would like to see more color. I mean, I, I don't, I, not just skin tone. I mean, like, more flair, more body types. Mm-hmm. M- you know, more queerness. Mm-hmm. More, like, everyone practicing yoga. Yeah. I still want white girls in my class. I do. You know, like, it's not that. You're a white girl. Yeah. I, like, that's, it's not that. I just want to see more variety, more flair, yeah. more representation of what this city really looks like. Yeah. That's what it's, I want to see in a yoga room. That's hard, though, you know. So hard. It, and it's going to take a long Chicago. time. We're so segregated. Uh, so segregated. Yeah. But I, I would love to see that. I, I would love to see... I would love... <laughs> like that's one thing I want to see. I want to yeah. see other things. Uh-huh. I would love to see people not feeling like they have to die after a workout to yeah. realize that they're getting a good workout yeah. and to just slow things down. Mm-hmm. Like learn how to do things really well. So your yoga practice is not something you do from 25 to 35. It's something that you do for the rest of your life. Yeah. 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 And sit. 
just take, sit. Take a nap. Yeah, take a nap. Or like, <laughs> you know, like lay in Shavasana for more than two and a half minutes. Yeah. Like give yourself the time to actually rest instead of yeah. go, 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 go. Because yeah. that's just exhausting. Totally. So yeah, those are the two so. things I like to see. Well, thank you. More color, more technique. Awesome. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for uh, joining me this afternoon. Of course. It's been a pleasure. I've had a great time. Yeah. Do you want to tell people where they can find you? Yes, you can find me in all the yoga rooms all of Chicago. No, <laughs> uh, you can find me at Bradshaw Wish Yoga on Instagram. That's where I post most of my content. Uh-huh. Uh, and then my website's just BradshawWish.com. It's yeah. And my schedule is listed there. Awesome. So slide into my DMs. Let me know when you want to come to class, and I'll hopefully see I'll see you on your mat soon. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Anytime. Bye. Bye.